Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're in part two in our conversation. We hope you enjoy. What would you encourage someone to do in that five minutes? Depending on who you are, uh, I think, and how how you find, like, experiment. Be okay with experimenting in those five minutes. It could be sitting quietly with a, a breath prayer or just, you know, praying the, the fruits of the spirit, something like a mantra. So finding, finding something that you can repeat in a breath. That's what a breath prayer is. So breathe in, breathe out. So like I experience, uh, I experience God's love. I experience God's peace and just go through those for five minutes. Um, if sitting, not doing anything is, is a challenge of just thinking, if that's a challenge for you, writing, just whatever is coming in your mind, just writing it down. It can, it can be like, I don't know why I'm writing this down, but I'm writing this down. Just putting in what, what is going through your mind in those five minutes. And surprisingly, it won't take that long to kind of get it cleared and out. And what that does is it helps you clear what's going on in your mind because it's right there on paper and you won't miss anything. Writing is re- a really great way to slow down and gain clarity on what it is that's, that's bothering you or that's creating the anxiety, the fear, the anger. And then the last one would be reading something that's beneficial for you. That's improving for you, not something that improves somebody else's life, but beneficial for you. Because that's what we're, we're doing, a mental health check on how you are doing. Yeah, that's good. It's interesting how so many of our stresses are vague. Um, so I think writing is good because it brings clarity to what it is that I'm actually stressed out about we we go through life at often such a fast pace that i don't know that many of us actually i know that many of us don't aren't even aware of the things that are plaguing us with anxiety but we feel very anxious and i think sometimes people chalk that up to being just purely physiological or biological or there's nothing I can do about it. When I think oftentimes it's taking the, creating the space to be able to process and do that work. And I think that's why often a counselor therapist can be helpful because, because through their practices, like they can help in a very competent way, help bring some of those things to the surface um, but having practices in our lives that allow us to slow down to face what it is that we're afraid of. And the hope I think that I would want people to hear is oftentimes the thing that we fear is not as scary as it originally feels. Oftentimes problems are solvable. Um, and if they're not, things can get better. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I would say, I think I know that I've experienced this more often than not. The thing that I'm really anxious about never happens. Yeah. 
Yeah, we, I get we play these out of games. Shape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We play these games where we, we like try to predict the future and we play out these different scenarios and and um it's it's often about things that aren't even really happening. They're things that may happen, you know. Um and unfortunately that's just a very um it's just not a very healthy way to live life. Worrying about things that haven't happened. So that's why when that's why I emphasized thinking through what it is that I control. Because if we boil it down, what are the things I actually do control? It's really not that much. It's just the way I think. Because how I think affects my actions and how I respond. Like we've said often that we only thing we're responsible for is our response. Our response is dictated by how we think. So if we look at the things that we're actually in control of, it's not even really our body. It's not the people around us. It's not um, the economy around us. It's not our family. It's not our friends. It's just how we think. And it's really hard to get clarity on that if we're constantly putting things, putting our energy towards things that don't matter to us, really. But we put a lot of energy towards them, which creates this feeling of no control because I'm going to put all my focus and energy on something that I can't control. So, of course, I'm going to feel out of control because I can't identify what I'm actually in control of. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with part three in our conversation. We'll see you then.